Welcome and thank you for joining the Society for Clinical Research Sites for SCRS Talks. I'm Jimmy Bechtel, the Vice President of Site Engagement with the Society. SCRS Talks allows our partners and those that we work closely with to take a few minutes to address issues of industry concern, share exciting achievements, and learn more about our community. Today, we have Tanine Hisgrove, the Executive Director of the Site and Patient Center of Excellence at PPD, part of Thermo Fisher Scientific. Tanine is representing PPD as the most recent CRO recipient of the SCRS Eagle Award. The Eagle Award is given to a CRO and sponsor who the site community feels most personifies true partnership. Tanine, thanks for being here with us today, and we'd love to hear a little bit about more about you. Hi, Jimmy. Thanks so much for having me today. It's a wonderful opportunity to speak with the site community. Um, as you said, my name is Tanine Hisgrove, and I'm the head of our strategic site collaborations um, for the Site and Patient Center of Excellence within Thermo Fisher Scientific's uh, PPD clinical research business. And my team is really focused on providing that overarching framework so sites can be successfully matched with the appropriate clinical trial, which will result in sites successfully enrolling qualified patients, really in helping us to meet the needs of our customers, whether that be the sites or the sponsors. And I think most importantly, we're really committed to providing patients with access to potentially life-changing or for some of our patients, life-saving clinical research trials. Um, this can range from academic medical centers, tertiary care hospitals, fully dedicated networks, community-based research centers. Sites can be physical, embedded, mobile, virtual. All of our sites play a crucial role in the work that we do. I myself have been with PPD clinical research business for 18 years, and I took on this role as the head of strategic site collaborations a little more than six months ago. And I'm really excited to be working so closely with the site community. For me personally, I feel like I've come full circle, back to my roots working as a study coordinator. While we've made great strides as an industry, it still holds true that true patient centricity starts with site centricity. Um, I also co-lead our partnership with SCRS, uh, working very closely with you, Jimmy, and many of your colleagues. And that helps me act as an advocate for the sites within my organization. Great. Thanks, Tanine, and thanks for being here. You truly are um, a, a, a site advocate, and that definitely reflects in the partnership that we've had together over the last several years. And I'd actually like to start our discussion around that topic and, and what PPD has done to be site-focused. So can you share a little bit about what site-focused initiatives or program PPD has implemented that you conceive might have helped you earn the 2022 Eagle Award as the CRO of choice? Yeah, my pleasure, Jimmy. I think what we really looked at doing as an organization was embracing every opportunity to engage with the site community. So we really strive to actively listen to the challenge of the sites are facing, you know, in this increasingly complex clinical trial environment. We made it our goal to, as I said, understand what sites both want and I think need to remain sustainable. So sites can keep pace with a lot of the new innovations that are coming. Our goal continues to be to partner with sites, sponsors, solution providers, everyone who's helping to bring, you know, real solutions that work for the sites and ultimately for our patients. Um, so a couple of things that we tangibly did as the industry experienced rapid network growth and, and changes in, in site models, we established our alliance unit. So this is a dedicated team that sits within a dedicated group that sits within my team. 
Um, and we build and foster relationships globally with clinical trial networks. And I'm very proud of this team and how they have partnered um, to help match uh, networks to some really important clinical trials. These relationships continue to advance research and really help us to uh, deliver life-changing therapies to patients around the world. When I reflect back on other things and other opportunities in 2022, um, we launched our digitally centralized trial, the DCT network, and we really had an ongoing focus on patient diversity. These are two initiatives that I think contributed quite a bit to our success. Both of these were big priorities for the organization as they really aim to enable more patients to participate in clinical trials. Expanding access to some of those patients in traditionally underrepresented populations to achieve a more diverse patient population. Um, the backbone of our DCT network is a site certification program. We offer sites and investigators the opportunity to receive training on conducting and designing DCTs. Our business worked in collaboration with the site community through the SCRS site advocacy group process to develop some DCT e-learning programs. And the program is really um, has two tiers. Level one, which teaches foundational knowledge about DCT. As we know, this is new for many sites. It's, it's something they haven't done before, but also level two, which goes into depth on the applications of DCTs, which can further help sites on their journey of learning about DCTs, becoming DCT enabled, or maybe help sites that have done a DCT, but, but could, could benefit from a little more deep training. Um, upon completion of the training, sites and networks become network members and gain access to a dedicated uh, DCT network manager and, and a community of sites that are all on that journey of DCT learning. Last year, our, our patient diversity team grew, and we continue to build on their expertise and offerings to support uh, sites and sponsors. And again, I think what it cites us about uh, the patient diversity site coach module that we created as it was developed again in lockstep with the SRS DSAT tool. So after a site has taken the DSAT, they can leverage our training to put in place tangible actions to become a more diverse enabled site. And this is something we know sites are looking for. How can we help them to achieve what they're wanting to achieve? So that's just a couple of the initiatives from 2022. Thanks for those details, Tanine. Some pretty extensive and, and really impactful items from the team at PPD. And I do know that SCRS and our member sites had an opportunity to advise the work that was being putting into developing that DCT-related program training and certification. So uh, again, bringing that full circle and making sure sites are involved along the way as initiatives and programs are developed is one of the reasons I would emphasize PPD was a recipient of this award this year, truly a focus throughout their entire organization. So thank you for highlighting some of those things, Tanine. I want to talk a little bit about that Eagle Award now. And now that we understand a little bit of why you obviously were the recipients of that award, let's talk about what receiving that award meant to you and to PPD. Yeah, thanks, Jimmy. And thanks for recognizing our, our efforts to actively listening. I know we've had yourself and, and, and Mark has come to speak directly to some senior leaders. So we really are listening. We really do want to hear. So I'm glad that it's been recognized. Um, what does it mean? You know, we recognize how highly regarded the Eagle Award is in our industry. Um, it's so important because this award is determined by the sites. Obviously, we're honored and thrilled to receive this recognition two years running. And I think it is a true reflection, as you stated, of the strong partnership we've created with the site community, leading research sites and site networks over the years. 
and we really remain committed to finding those solutions that work for the sites and patients. And in order to do that successfully, we must maintain that open dialogue with the sites. You know, your feedback and critique is really critical to us providing that best experience for patients and best outcomes for customers. So together with the sites, we really want to embrace these new ways of working. And it's never been more evident that our partnership with research sites around the world really allows us to uphold those high standards in clinical trial delivery. So this helps us to ensure we're advancing our biopharma and biotech customers development programs. And as I mentioned earlier, to deliver these life-changing therapies for patients around the world while addressing health disparities and closing the clinical trial diversity gap. This helps us to work towards our mission, which is to make the world healthier. This award gives a voice to the sites, which is fantastic. And then it's a direct outcome of the time and effort we put into the site community to sure we're serving with the utmost respect, quality and professional in this in our industry. Thanks, Sunine. Truly inspiring and, and, and I think uh, reflective of that focus that you all have. And again, emphasizing the reasons why you were the recipients here. As everyone hopefully understands on our call that might be listening, that uh, the Eagle Award is presented at the Global Site Solutions Summit on an annual basis. So Tanine, what did you take away from this year's Global Summit? Thanks, Jimmy. And it was great to be face-to-face in Florida. Um, it was just wonderful to be. That's my first time at Global Summit, and, and it was really very uh, energizing. Um, we could really tell that people were all in this together. Um, but what did I take away? Well, I'm based in Australia, so I was also able to attend the SRS Australia New Zealand, as well as the Global Site Solution Summits. And I guess what struck me the most were the similarities between the two events. You know, we heard discussions focused on what sites need to be sustainable. Factors such as addressing payment uh, pain points, you know, how expanding talent pool, recognizing the roles of clinical trial in our industry, reducing tech burden, and and support with training to help with these with resourcing constraints that are real real challenges sites are facing. Um, it was evident that patients remain top of mind, whether it comes to how we can expand access to to achieve true patient diversity how the optionality of DCT trials can make it easier for patients to participate. But I think one of the biggest takeaways I've brought away and and back to our organization and my team was something shared by an investigator who attended our global site symposium. And he said, nothing for the site without the site. In fact, Jimmy, you were in the room and he got a a, a round of applause (laughs) from his colleagues and us as well. That's Um, right. So... Yeah, it was fantastic. So that's what really energized me, that true partnership that we're starting to really realize between SCRS, its members, pharma, biotech, service providers. You know, as I said earlier, we're all in this together and you can really feel that. Those are some great examples of some key takeaways from that summit, Tanine. So uh, again, thank you for sharing those and being insightful in what's being taken back to your organization and what truly matters. What are the pressing issues at the sites and almost more importantly, at the sites on behalf of the patients? So thank you again for highlighting some of those things. Um, We'll be interesting to see where we take those concepts, those learnings, and what direction we go with them in upcoming summits, both 
internationally, like our Australia New Zealand Summit and our Global Site Solutions Summit, um, both occurring this year. I want to talk a little bit about the future and what you see as the focus from your organization over the next year. Yeah, no, it's great, Jimmy, because we definitely are already hit the ground running on 2023. And in short, it's really it's really site sustainability. You know, we heard a lot about that last year. Um, so there's a couple of things. You know, we're really excited to be members of the newly formed SCRS Payment Initiative. Um, it's never been more important to be partnered with the site community and the industry to really tackle the issues around timely payments and inflation. Um, we're also implementing new ways for our CRAs to work with sites. Uh, creating a CRA team of two. So we're remote CRA, a highly trained resource for the sites in the study, protocol, data issue rela uh, related issues can act as that primary contact for the site from study award to close out. Um, and then um, they'll help conduct remote monitoring activities and really help bring risk-based quality management principles to their daily work so we can continue to uh, keep patient safety and high quality top of mind. And they'll work with an very closely with an on-site CRA who then um, has that deeper, close relationship when they visit the site to, to work with the study team, to understand that site's processes, um, um, work with them on any process improvement, and, and you know, understand their patient pathways, because the on-site CRA will be assigned to the same site for multiple studies. So we're excited about really meeting that need for the sites. Um, we heard a lot about site staff, uh, staff shortages at the site level last year, and that's an area that I know the industry continues to address. Um, it, it is rate limiting um, for some sites to accept new studies. Some sites are struggling to execute on the current studies, and, and there's some that are just not able to enter into the, into the industry. So I'm actually pleased to announce the creation of our site support solution team. Um, so that's the team that will support our sites and sponsors by providing services, solutions for the tasks associated with study contact. I think what's important to note is we're building our own site support talent pool. We're gonna recruit professionals who are experienced in patient-facing healthcare, but are new to clinical research. We're teaching them what they need to know with both classroom time and in-person preceptorships. And this practice will avoid recycling site talent, which can only exacerbate the shortages. We heard that loud and clear from sites last year. So instead, we're adding new and diverse pool of professionals to our industry. Um, they can offer just-in-time services, or they can be uh, embedded longer into the site. I think our, our DCT network will continue to expand in 2023, and it will help support both that site adoptions of DCT and the site's ability to successfully execute high-quality DCT trials. And really, the site's patients and our organization will receive many benefits. Um, I think uh, with time, it's really there to help with increasing patient access, patient diversity, data quality. And I think the future of DCTs is really to have a reduced site and patient burden. Thanks, Sineen. I think that solution that you had mentioned around a dedicated team for the sites will really solve a lot of pain points. Uh, I know the intention absolutely is to do so. And I also know that the contributions from the site community and the, the intense, we'll call it listening, that 
PPD has done will enable those teams and the relationships they build with their sites to be successful. Um, I think it does tick a lot of the boxes when it comes to some of the major concerns that the sites have had for years now around uh, eliminating multiple points of contact, having dedicated resources to helping them with their questions and their concerns and their challenges. So it's great to hear that resources are being built to advance some of the work that's been done previously. So I, a lot of really good news out of that um, last statement from you. So thanks thanks for sharing some of those really insightful ideas. Yeah, and just one more statement, Jimmy, and I think this is also reinforcing what we talked about earlier. You know, we are going to be looking at new and enhanced patient and site-facing capabilities. So we are going to remember that statement, nothing for the site without the site. So when we're looking at a solution or introducing technology, we really want to be engaging with the site community. Is this going to be helpful? Is this going to make it better? Um, and we really, you know, specifically within the site and patient center of excellence, we'll want to remain laser focused on moving that needle for the sites and the patients in 2023. Absolutely, Tanine. Thanks for that continued vigor and emphasis on what it means to be truly site and patient centric. As we begin to conclude our conversation, Tanine, uh, I want to leave our audience with a message that you might have for the sites that are listening. Yeah, thanks, Jimmy. So again, on behalf of the entire PPD clinical research team, I want to thank the voters and Eagle Award recognition of best DRO. I mean, we acknowledge and understand that as a clinical research continues to evolve, you know, sites continue to face challenges. You know, we're committed to listening, actively collaborating with sites and SCRS as we, we navigate these changes together. And we're excited for the future. You know, there's a lot that's good things that will happen in 2023. I'm positive about that. And we remain committed to strengthening these relationships. Together, we will continue to help make the world healthier. It's a great message to end things on, Tanine. So thank you very much. Um, on behalf of SCRS and the site community, thanks uh, for your commitment to the sites and to the patients. And thank you all on behalf of SCRS for being here with us today and sharing both past, current, and future work PPD is doing on behalf of the sites. Again, thanks for being here. Yeah, my pleasure, Jimmy, and thank you for the opportunity. And I'm really looking forward to, to what we're going to achieve in 2023 and beyond. Well, everyone, make sure that you register for upcoming summits being held throughout the year by visiting our summit page. Upcoming summits include the inaugural SCRS West Clinical Technology and Innovation Summit taking place in Scottsdale, Arizona, June 7th through the 8th. While you're on our website, be sure to also check out other SCRS publications built for our community of sites in the publications section of myscrs.org. We appreciate everyone's participation and listening to today's program. Look forward to having you join us for more great content in the future. Thanks for listening.